Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Cooper Villa podcast. I'm Scott Cooper, and we are back to talk about Aston Villa's trip to Ellen Road to play Leeds United. It was three more points. It's three wins in the row. It was three nil, and there's just the three of us. So we'll be talking about the game and everything else after this. Okay, so we were back at in the midweek Premier League match. We are going away to Yorkshire to play Leeds United, who are struggling with their, uh, you know, potential relegation. They got their new. American... They're just Leeds. Leeds are just shit. Just say that, Scott. Leeds, Leeds are just shit. Are we shit. went there. We, we made don't them like them. Shit. We don't like them. <laughs> like, Gabby we Gabby Gordon certainly doesn't like them. He doesn't. He doesn't. And we went there <laughs> and we uh we stuffed them. So. You know, maybe they will go oh, down, yeah. and Ted Lasso will have to go back to America. But who knows? Um, but it was. Bonlahor hey, doesn't like half our players, so he's no real great judge, is he? No, and sometimes he's a little bit cringe, old Gabby, when he's uh, on the talk sport. Mm. But uh, you know, I, I did, I did like the banter the other night, and um, I also liked uh, the first half boys, and especially uh, little Philip Coutinho back amongst the goals. Uh, Tommy, it was a. It was a great start. We um, we gave them nothing. Uh, we sort of yeah. weathered the storm for about 20 minutes. And then uh, Matty Cash, who I thought was my man of the match. Um, yeah, I think he was everyone's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a brilliant run down the right. Good cut back. And Coutinho was there. Not his, not his greatest finish, but it, it went in. I think that's what happens when, you know, I think the Ings have crossed that whizzed across the face and Ali was unlucky and then Cash has just reacted fast enough, mm. you know, pulls it back. I think there was a dummy by Ings, if I'm correct, and then uh, Coutinho's just slotted in and took it, you know, uh, fortuitous deflection. But, yeah, um, yeah, just he's, he's really, he's in incredible form. I think since joining the Prem, only Harry Kane has more goals assist, if I'm yep. correct. That's since right. Coutinho's joined, and I think that says a lot. So, um, look, I know we might have to pay some ridiculous wages. I don't know how big of a pay cut he'll need to take to join Villa. Mm. I think he'd probably need to be in the minimum 150k mark, um, yeah. and I think that's going to be a sign towards other players that want to come to Villa that hey, we actually do have money. And you know, I think Jack was our highest earner previously, and I don't want to say he's better than Jack, but I do put him above Jack at the moment, just based oh. on impact. I, th- I think um, he's consistently been better, and, and yeah. we're saying he's technically past his prime and he's still putting up these performances. And, and I, you know, I think he's maybe still in his prime and he's just, he just, just maybe a bit of lack of performances. He just never really got to consistently flourish. He's mm. always been super. You know, I think for Liverpool, everyone said he's great, but he goes missing in some of the big games and then he'll score a worldie occasionally. But I think for yeah. us, he's been super consistent and, Maybe because he's the best player in the team by far, he stands out even more. And I really think he's starting to flourish at Villa. And, and I do hope that we can secure him as soon as possible. It seems that we're not shy to, you know, snap Barca's arm up for 40 million. I think that's peanuts in today's market. Absolutely. I mean, um, I think uh, Stephen Gerrard said it in his post-match interview that if it was his money, he would he would do it right now. But um, he said it was. it's a bit more complicated than that. You know, Coutinho is going to have to want to come to us and we're going to have to mm. find find that wage. Um, I think it might be closer to 200 grand a week. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, we are, you know, a club that's looking up and we want to do something. So, you know, why, I think he's worth it. I mean, you know, if Grealish was 
getting paid a hundred, a hundred, hundred and fifty, whatever he was being paid, you know, um, why not? Um, and yeah, I mean, I think in this game it really showed his maturity, Coutinho, in that he wasn't great for the ninety minutes or the seventy-five minutes he was on the field, but just in those key moments, he popped up when we really needed him. Troy, did, on, what, how, did, how did you see his his first half and just the the whole the whole side? Well, his work rate is 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 fantastic. Just like you know, if we're going to compare with Jack Raylish, he you know he he gets back and he puts in a shift uh, defensively. Probably not quite as much as Jack, but yeah, there was a situation at, at one stage where he, he was surrounded by four Leeds players, and whereas I think Jack had try and um, uh, try and fancy his way out of it and and, and drive forward, Katina just backheeled it out of trouble. Mm. And the commentator, the, the the female commentator that we had uh, here in Australia, I don't know what it was like for the rest of the world, but she just sort of said, the, the guy's got eyes in the back of his head. Yeah. And he backheeled it, took a glance behind, and and then just like moved on. Like, okay, what was the big deal with that? And it was it was it was just quite unbelievable. As mm. for signing him, you know, if Gerard has said, look, he he's going to want to have to be here. Well, there are a few boxes that need to be ticked. The money we can overcome. Um, the training facilities. I mean, everybody says that it, 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 everybody seems to be amazed that goes there. So it's obviously one of the best facilities in the world that we've got. Um, the supporters love him. Yep. Check, check, check it, check. Um, and, you know, he, he seems to have a base of friends. We were, we were talking off air that you guys were saying that he, he, he's even good at, you know, he goes, he goes bowling with the other South American boys and he's quite good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that, will be missing is the club's ambition. Now the, the owners can sell him on that and Gerard can sell him on that. Um, but he's going to want to see some fairly serious names come in, in the, in the next transfer window, or at least the, the club needs to be able to say, well, we are in serious talks with these people to, to cement that ambition. And I think if we can do that, then I think he'll stay. He seems, he seems happy enough. He seems content enough. And we, we're checking all the boxes. So I'd like to, to see him stay. As for, as for the game, um, look at it from, from Leeds' perspective. They seem to have a couple of tactics. One was to run as fast as they can with the ball and then give it up rather easily. Um, the other was to try and, and it was a bit of an odd one. They, they, they tried to isolate all of our better players without actually realising that all of our players are better than theirs. So that tactic didn't work too well. And the third one, and I, and I swear they must have had it in their match day program, was to constantly sing um, Tyrone Mings's fucking shit to try and put him off his game. That seemed to be their biggest tactic and that didn't work either. Right. So it just generally fell apart for Leeds spectacularly. They tried to target him early on and off the pitch. I mean, they were oh, all the long yeah. balls were going to Mings. And they were, they were, they were, when we had the ball at the back four, they were backing off, backing off, letting us have it until Mings got the ball. Then they were, yeah. they were closing. So that, that was a real tactic. And I think that just shows Mings' strength of character that he, you know, because he, he had a couple of little dodgy passes and, you know, it, was, it looked a little bit nervous in that first five or 10 minutes. But then after he got over that, I thought he had a great game. Tommy, what did you think of, um, the back four and Mings especially. I think I think there's someone. I think two of the back four were exceptional. I think Cash was ideally man of the match. I think we're yeah. also getting that goal line block he basically made, where there were two players behind him, and had he not have cut across to to uh, stop Rafinha's ball in, um, you know they they would have leveled. I think at the time, um, and Callum Chambers is certainly going to keep concert on the pine for a little while, uh, you know, because we said well. Did an amazing ball to Coutinho with the outside of the foot as a centre-back. You know, yeah. someone who they say, oh, it's past his best. He's a free agent. And 
you go and pulls a worldie, uh, you know, pretty good goal for a centre-back. You know, that angle, that degree of difficulty and to put in the corner, and mm. you can see the passion just when he went to celebrate with the Villa fans. I think it was just more of a relief and, you know, it shows he still deserves to be in the Prem. So I think it's like NBA. You sign one of those gems in free agent and they become really good. And I think we've got a pretty good player on our hand uh, uh, with Chambers. And, you know, I, unfortunately for Horse, I think he's probably definitely slipped down to fourth-choice centre-back now. Mm. Um but it's, I, it's, I, it's I, good I, to have that competition, you know. Like, um, I, I understand, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I said, Definitely. Chambers is a genuine goal threat if he's not assisting, he's scoring. And as a center back, I, I want, I don't know the stats, and this is to Noah and, and maybe even Aman. I wonder if that's the fastest goal a center back has ever scored at Villa in terms of how many starts. That's what I want to know, Noah. That's on you. So, what's that? His second or that's his third start, I think. Uh, three yeah. clean sheets. And, and a goal and a, an incredible pass to Coutinho, who provided this his last week. I wonder if that's the best start to a centre-back's career at Villa. Well, yeah, I mean, we definitely get an upside with his attacking play. And he's um, a big guy. He's over, a big unit. Yeah, over someone like Conta, who, you know, um, basically just does his defending and then, you know, gives the ball to the midfielders and just says, my job's done. Um, you know, Chambers is bending one into the top corner from, you know, 20 yards out. So... Um, yeah, it was fantastic to see that. that and um, before that, we had Troy Matty Cash's goal in the second half, that really which was a sealer. Um, we had a few moments late in the first half. McGinn had a great shot where um, Coutinho again just did a little back heel to him in, in the channel. Um, and you know, it was a great save by the Leeds keeper. And then, but in the second half, um, it was a fantastic ball by um. Danny Ings to um to uh, uh to Matty Cash. He takes a great first touch, comes in on his left foot and puts it away. Uh, look, all the goals were were absolutely superb. They all worked. I think in the second half we we had the ability to to, to revert to type. That is, you know, we're, we're quite happy to have 40% possession, let the yeah. other team dominate a little bit, and when they yeah. lose the ball. Um, we, we we hammer them. Um, you know, that was our tactics tended to be the same last week against Southampton, who were a very similar side. They're happy to have the other team uh, have more of the possession and then compress them for space. So the mm. Southampton game was interesting. I thought that this could tear a hole in time and space. Um, Gerard again, though, he, he got his tactics right. He seems to be, um, you know, I argued a, a couple of weeks ago, Sorry, I argued a couple of weeks ago that, you know, the system isn't working for him. So he needs to change the system to suit the players. And and, and I know you, Scott, said, well, no, he, the players need to suit the system and he needs to stick to his guns. And he, and he certainly has stuck to his guns. And the players seem to have gotten used to um, what he's doing. Leeds probably... Um, isn't the best uh, isn't the best guide because quite frankly they're shit as as Tommy said at, at the top of the show they're they're awful they are galactically awful they I I, I had my money on Everton to go down but I I can't see Everton being worse I, I think, than I this there's just no way slipping yeah. into that I, now I've seen they're about three points out of relegation I think some of the teams have a game in hand they've so, conceded they've conceded yeah. something like sixty five goals this season. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's, Their it's manager insane. seems to have taken the, yeah, the the manager seems to have taken the energy that Bielsa had had got them trained to, mm. um, but taken out any of the clue that the, they seem to stream forward and get the ball and not have an idea what they've done with it. So I don't, I don't mm. think this American guy's going to last very long um, mm. at all. Apparently, I, I had a look, uh, a, a brief glimpse. I read about ten pages on the Leeds forum. It looks like they're um, uh, they're up for sale. 
And exactly. the 49ers, they, there was a lot of reference to the 49ers. So I, I don't know whether that's the, the group who are in the it's San Francisco. The same yeah. Well, they're going to want to stay yeah, up if, looking... they're gonna get, if they're going up for sale because uh, if they go down, as we know as Villa fans, the, the price of the club comes down dramatically. So uh, you, you don't want another Tony, you don't want Tony G, another it. Tony G situation buying no. the club. No, but, no. Um, and there was the, the, the fans are saying that you know well obviously the owners don't want to spend money if they're in the process of selling, but they desperately needed to have spent money in the last couple of windows to to guarantee they're going to stay up. As as you said, Scotty, if they go down, it changes the ball game completely. And I think absolutely. many potential owners will be uh, will be watching the games thinking you can go down. That's fine. We'll save. Sorry, uh, we'll now, save this, big bucks. this is a good this is a good segue to our uh, speaking of owners. I guess so. F- first, we'll start yes. with I guess. Uh, Edens and, and, you know, Wes Edens and Nasef Sawiris, you know, one's owned the Milwaukee Bucks. I think there's someone else, you know, it's an NFL team and it just seems like an all-round business mogul. Same with Sawiris, you know, part, part owner of Adidas or something like that. And yep. we've got two big owners that back the club and, and you know, as much as we'll give Tony G a stick, it seems like he really found people that are going to back filler and, you know, we can give him some credit for that. That's for his dodgy, you know, Chinese uh, subsidiaries. That's a different story. I think Edens yep. and Sawiris have really backed every coach that's coming. You know, I think Dean Smith was very good at building a good team with peanuts. Um, where now, then I think, I think Dean Smith also, one of his own downfalls was he didn't know what to do when he had a lot of money. Where I think with Gerard knows the quality. I don't give a crap if we go and sign Juan Alden, who I see we're linked with, you know, because I think he was trying to get the Liverpool band back together. These are quality players that we certainly would have attract, wouldn't have attracted at the time. Yeah. And he seems that he can really revive careers. And that's a really big thing. And that brings me to another thing. Marcus Rashford, I heard he's very unsettled at United. I've seen a link with Villa. And I saw on a Facebook forum, this was just from a neutral um, fan. He goes, Rashford should go to Aston Villa. That team is promising since Gerard took over. So non-Villa fans are starting to take notice. And I think after yeah. the you know stream of performances we've recently put in, had a little bit of a bad patch. And I think, you know, like we all said, always his honeymoon period over. I think Gerard went back to the group with Beal and co, recalibrated, all right, what do we need to change? What's working? What's not? And boom, you know, we look a brand new team. We almost look like a new coach has come in the last three games after what we were, you know, displaying. Yeah. The chances were there, you know, or the effort was there, just the execution on the final ball. He's got Ollie scoring again. Ings, I think, is just a, a couple goals short, you know, from being, you know, really worth his price tag at the moment. Putting in a great shift again. Uh, he's getting assists. I think he got the assist to cash, you know, so he again, did. just that, to, was, that, that vision, was such a good that, pass. What, what a pass. Not, not, you know, just, not, not just to see it, but the trajectory of the pass, the speed of the, the pass. way it was, yeah, it, was it was a perfect ball. He couldn't and, have played you know, that any other way because if he had like lobbed it to the back post, cash would have been cl- closed down, you know? And yep. so, and, it, and if he couldn't just knock it because, you know, there was people in the way it needed to be just, just overhead height fizzed in and it was perfect like, that was it went through i think so three good. to four, three to five leads but just mm. like the, just the glide on it now and you know, if you watch it again like... if you watch it again as soon as as soon as the goal goes in coutinho doesn't run to cash he turns around and points to ming to ings and says what a ball like that was you yeah yeah it was fantastic. You know, and I think Ings knows. He's, yeah, I, I believe this, you know, again, he, he hasn't given us that 20, 25 goals yet. You know, next season or rest of the season, you know, we hope he scores. I think he says, how can I contribute? I'm starting now. Me and Ollie have got something going. 
we're yeah. definitely seeing a lot of love. I see when anyone scores, Ings is the first one to celebrate. So I don't know if it's an attitude thing because we see him like throwing his shin pads. And, you know, he was probably frustrated when he came to Villa because he came here, you know, with a big, you know, repertoire and he knows mm. why we signed him and he wasn't banging him in and then he's getting subbed off, which he's probably not used to. He was the man at Southampton and, you know, he doesn't want another Liverpool situation again. Yeah. So I think he thinks, how can I contribute to this team? And I think we've got a real sense of unity at the moment and, and that's important. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, just goals are coming from everywhere. I think everyone's a threat, like Troy said, and you can't isolate the whole team. If there's one good player like Jack, you know, when teams double teamed him, he had freed up other players. But I mean, this team right now is probably one of the best squads we've, we've had for a while. It definitely is. And I think we're just getting contributions from all over the field. Um, Luca Dean, he's come in. He's an upgrade to target. Chambers has come in. He's like... You know, he's coming, he's he's doing great things. He's um giving us an extra option at center back and the goal he scored, Troy. I mean, you know, that could have been, you know, that could have been Coutinho or someone like that because um, you know, Mings does well at the back post, keeps the ball alive, plays it back to him, and he doesn't even have a second thought. It's just bang, top corner. What a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was a goal. And if you if 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 you put together a bit of a spread as to who's gonna who's gonna get uh, our next assist in the next game and who's gonna score, um, I think it'll be evenly spread. Uh whereas yeah. if you go back 12 months, I think the vast majority of people would have had uh Jack as the assist and yeah. uh and, and Watkins as a scorer, and there's not a lot of contribution from elsewhere. What do you got there, Tommy? I was going to say, this, speaking of the unity, that's a great thing. Uh, Buendia. So he's obviously, continues coming and taking his spot. Now, I don't yeah. know if anyone else noticed at halftime what I did. And again, this is the sense of unity we have. And obviously, it's part of that little South American contingency. Look at Buendia, what he goes and does. And mind you, he's on the bench because of Coutinho. Right. Look at this. Whispers a few words of encouragement. Yeah. Wisdom into him, encouragement. That is support, and that is you know you don't get that from a lot of players. And when and when, it's I interesting, is it? The people really make good. a big people make you a know, big deal out of the the, the 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 South American connection. But you can mm. imagine if you were playing in in South America and you're a European, going oh oh you know Scotty Cooper's uh, he gets along really well with the Germans. He'd be like really. No, just because we're from Europe, but but there does seem to be a South American um, uh, flair happening with Villa, and they they all get along with each other. Just going back mm. to the sense of unity and what 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 Tommy was talking about with Sawiris, mm. um, I, I think that sense of unity extends beyond beyond the players. It, when when Sawiris first signed, Tommy mentioned that he's I think he's the largest single shareholder yeah, in Adidas. Adidas or something. Mm-hmm. I think he's you, the richest you would think man in Africa. Yeah, you would think. Is he really? I think he's one of the richest men in Africa, yeah, if not the richest. Okay. Well, legally speaking, he's Egyptian. Um, He's Egyptian. Now, when when he, he, he first came, I thought, you know what, that uh, that's the nail in the coffin for that Luke um, guy no, who's yeah. who, who is. Who, I thought we're going to get added as for sure. But you know what? It, all to his credit, he, he he hasn't sort of said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna, let's do a deal with Adidas." He's like, "Well, here's a local lad. Um, let's let's support him." And that just that just blew my mind. And that that just has a sense of belonging, not just on the pitch, not just with the players and in the changing rooms, but 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 off the pitch as well. And I can only imagine that the day that you know day to day running of the club is 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 similar across the board. Yeah, what concerns well, me though, I don't know what um, I don't know what. Uh, he's, the four, is. he's the fourth. He's the fourth. Is uh, the fourth? And literally okay. by like uh, what is it? A uh, hundred million. He's off third. 
Oh, just a hundred million. Oh, is that all? Yeah, the, the, the richest guy is somewhere. Uh, Hang on. I've got that down the back of the couch somewhere. That's it. Look, what, what concerns me about Suarez is, is I don't know what his political connections are. And if we have a look at what's mm. going on with Chelsea, while, while obviously um, Abramovich has to be sanctioned because he's, he has direct connections to Putin, the way the government have gone about hammering Chelsea is just wrong. Barclays have frozen the bank account. So, you know, the people like the canteen staff, um, you know, the, the, the stewards, the people who run the day-to-day operations of the club, whose livelihoods, you know, just, just to top up their, you know, their, their wage of a weekend, depending upon this, the, the fans, okay, uh, nobody particularly loves Chelsea fans and we're all enjoying winding them up, but had that, you try and put yourself in your position if that, if that was your club, you know, well, what, what has this got to do with, with me now they have a license i believe they have a license to operate till the end of the season and what will happen with that license um who knows obviously abramovich he still gets to say who he sells it to and how much he sells it for i think the government are absolutely nowhere on this and i think it should scare a lot of people if you have a look at why they're hammering him fine but they should also be hammering the saudis but they're not doing it now what happens if there's suddenly a you know, a, a breakout, you know, this, this, the extension of the Ukraine breaks into the Middle East and suddenly Egypt are hammering Israel. Uh, is Suarez politically injected anywhere that, that we could end up with sanctions as a club because of our, our ownership? Who, who knows? Who knows? But I think what's happening with Chelsea at the moment, um, I think the government have the best intentions, but I really think they're going the wrong way about it. Look, also, it opens also, up a big can of worms. I was going to say, I'd look into yeah. the industry that ready, and I think I think uh, Abramovich is big oil tycoon or, or gas, yeah. something like that. So again, these yeah. are very, you know, there's specific industries where there's a lot of wealth and you know the credibility behind it. That's questionable. Yeah. And I'm just having a look at what what Sirius is, uh, you know, what contributes towards his net worth. So he owns 30% of OCI. Uh, it's a, it's a Dutch-based fertilizer producer, um, wow. and basically yeah. it's a demerged company from his parents. Uh, regional business, Oroscom Construction. He also he, he includes six, he owns six percent of Adidas Global, yeah. and also he has a big stake. Six percent is massive. That's huge. Yeah, like so of all of Adidas, he owns six percent, mm. and then um, and then he owns a Holy big shit. stake in what's called Lafarge Wholesome, the world's largest cement maker. So. I'd say these are probably industries that are yeah. safer than oil. Than exactly, gas, and, it, and it's probably thanks Noah. It's less it's less political Peter as well. Noah. You know, it's, um, you know, like oil and gas, yeah. you know, has been used as a, you know, there's been wars over oil and gas, you know, in the past, um, whereas fertilizer and, and, fertilizer, and yeah, sports these... equipment, you know, probably not so much. So, I I mean, yeah. but Eth- yeah, Ethical I mean, investments is probably, but, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. much more ethical. And, but here's but, the thing, but, though, the British government Egypt, are still buying oil and gas off the Russians. So their, their stance exactly. is we're going to continue buying oil and gas, but we're going to punish the people who are supplying the oil and gas. Yeah. It's just very unless, weird. Unless you sign NATO, you're all good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's a huge can of worms that they've opened the, the government. I, I think that, you know, something needed to happen over Abramovich, um, but, you know, freezing all these assets like they have, like um, I think, yeah, like you said, you know, I think if the if Newcastle were was up for sale today, they wouldn't allow the Saudis to buy them because it was only a couple of months ago. Before all this happened, that's the only reason yeah. I think this is this has gone through without anyone saying anything. Because um, 
But everyone, um, how come all neutrals could see it? They're like, this isn't right. You know, at mm. least you have Bill Gates or Elon Musk, right? A billionaire, trillionaire, whatever they are. Let yeah. one person buy you, but to let a consortium, like there's no culture behind that. Mm. They're just, they're just, they're, there's, they're just dead on the inside. It's a, it's a company that bought you, not a person. You know, well, a person is passionate a about it's the a government. You know, it's a, that's, well, that's right. And not, I mean, a, and not a very and not a very clean government. I mean, if we're going to start saying, you know, the Russian government are monsters, which they are, um, for what they're doing in the Ukraine, you know, we need to start, you know, saying, well, what about the Saudi government in Yemen, or what about the American government in Somalia, or no, no, no. But PIF signed a document to the government that said the Saudi government is not involved in Newcastle, so that makes it true. Sure. Well, sure. Okay. Um, you know, what I'd say is also I respect people like Wes Edens who own other sports teams, and I think mm. you create a culture across all of them. You know, the Bucks, I'm sure he's trying to emulate certain things of Villa, and he knows that he's got to inject money, he's got to keep his teams competitive. Um, you know, and I think you may be a bit of good karma that the Bucks won the NBA a bit building by building a team. They didn't go yeah. and sign all these big names. They had under Kumpo, I think they signed Middleton. Basically, they had a good team. They didn't go sign big names to try and build a super team like you see in all sports. He's done it yeah. the right way. And that's why Giannis Antetokounmpo, MVP, whatever, finally, he said, he said, this is the right way. He goes, this is how you win things. You stay with your team, you build something, and you look at Sawiris and Edens, even now, look, what is the Vegas villains, I think they're going to call them? Yeah, yeah, so they're actually looking to expand the Villa brand, kind of like yeah. what Man City are doing. So, I mean, we can give Man City crap, but they, at least they're trying to expand the footballing brand elsewhere. I saw um, Greg, 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 what, Greg Evans. Sorry, Scott. I saw Greg Evans, the, who was the, uh, who's the, the Villa rider for the Athletic. He was talking about, like, the Villa plan through Wes Edens and, Navarre. Mate, there's a vi- like there's a yeah. vision like ten yeah. years ahead, and that's what you want. Like that's a journey. Mm. Feeder clubs was one of the big things. So we want to get a you know maybe a lower league Belgium league team or something or you know to that we can send some of our youngsters to for a bit of experience. Um, you know, I think the- it'll be Danish. I think it'll be Danish, yeah. and it'll be Johan Lange that probably mm. pulls those strings. It also probably be the 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 Las Vegas villains as well. You know. Um, True. If they if they come on board, then um, why not? And I think you I know think that's a way Man, to kind of Man pass City, money through and stuff as well. Yeah, Man City have done it with the the New York uh, City and the and, and Melbourne, Melbourne City. City. Yep. Yeah. So Melbourne. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, I think that's a positive move, and it, and it just shows like that these guys are here for the long haul. They're not just going to come and you know, like Randy Lerner lose interest in a couple of years. Um, well, I mean, no. here in the Cleveland Browns, and that's, again, like you look at the other teams, the Browns have been shit for years. Exactly, and then, you know, exactly. It was, part, it was a big part of that. And I said, well, that culture's bound to permeate to Villa. Exactly. Mm. Like if he gave up on my team, what's he going to do elsewhere? Yeah. Uh, again, the Bucks are just such a good team. And a lot of neutral fans love the Bucks. You can't hate them. They've drafted well. They've done things right. And it's an organization run well. And that starts from the top. And, and, and they're kind of like a villa in the, you know, they're not the, the most glamorous sort of city. No, you know, no, they're not they're an not. LA or a New York. They're, a, you know, Milwaukee and, you know, uh, Birmingham's kind of probably got a similar kind of feel about it uh, in England. And, um, you know, but they've seen the potential and, um, yeah, hopefully we have as much success as they have. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's move on to West Ham. Um, and to our predictions going forward for that, um, we uh, we won three in a row now. Were you know West Ham? They played on the same night we did Thursday night, but they were away in Spain in the uh, 
in the Europa League. They lost one nil mm-hmm. to Seville. So they had a tough, it's very, very tough game. I watched a bit of that and just to How see. How they perform? Uh, they were under the cosh. They lost 1 0, but um, they had a couple Sevilla of good Sevilla is a good team, though. They're very good. Exactly. It, look, it looked like that could have taken a bit out, out of them. Hopefully it has. Um, but Any injuries? Know, uh, not, not that I know of, no. Uh, but uh, I think maybe uh, Bowen perhaps might have something. I'm not sure. I'll Ooh, have to check that's that. That's good. But um, yeah, like looking forward, how do you think um, that game's going to go, Troy? Declan Rice will uh, will run their midfield for, for him. And I, I don't think it'll be as fast a game as we saw against Leeds. I think it'll be, the tempo will be a little bit lower. It'll be a little Low. bit more uh, controlled. Yeah, I, I think we'll be happy to give them 60% possession again and we'll operate with a 40. Uh, it'll be a midfield battle. Um, and, and I think we've, I think we've got it. Um, I, I think, uh, I think now, you know, if, if you'd asked me, if you'd asked me three weeks ago, I would have said, we're going to get pumped four nil, but uh, you know, I, I got a, I got a feeling we, we might just shade it with a, with a spawny goal. So I'll, I'll go for a one nil win. Same team. Yep. Tommy. If Bowen plays, I can see like a two one. I'm, I'm being optimistic two one to us, but I think Bowen will score for them. Um, I think Sanson, if he starts again, he, I, th- I thought he was exceptional when he, when he came on. Sanson can take Rice out of the game. He can keep up with him. And so yeah. if we, if, um, yeah, I think, I think I'm think i thinking 2-1 Villa. If Bowen plays, if not, I think, yeah, maybe 1-0. It'll be low scoring and boring. That's the West Ham way. They don't plough teams. They'll just, it's possession, all this shit, and like it's the scoreboard. I'll go 1-1. I think, um, I think, and that's a, a good game. too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a tough game. I think Ramsey will score for us. I think with their midfield of um, yeah, Rice and Suchek, I think they're very strong, hard, kind of good players, very technical players. But they're very slow. Exactly. And I think Ramsey, yeah. he's got the pace to maybe drive out of that midfield and maybe nick something because he is Dewey. A lot of people gave him um, a hard time on Thursday night um, on Twitter about his performance, but I thought he he did a lot of good things without the final product. He was just a bit, a little bit sloppy, um, but he, his actual running and his kind of dribbling of the ball was really good. Tommy, you're, you're muted. I said he put yeah. his ball to Ollie was really good, the one where Ollie, I think, uh, into the keeper, uh, yes. into Melier. Yeah, that was a great ball by Ramses again, just that little glimpse of brilliance. And um, I love that he's always looking to get forward now. Yeah. Uh, someone that didn't get enough credit, I know I give him stick, I do think he's sometimes droppable. Tom McGinn, he'd done this amazing uh, chase down on yes. Rafinha or someone, won the ball, clean play, and I think they fouled him or something. Um, yeah, I thought that was incredible. Uh, first first half? First half, yeah. yeah. Um, when they were on the counter, and that's how we've been caught out on the counter a few times and lead to a fast mob. And I thought... Uh, uh, the uh, people on the Leeds Forum actually said... Sorry, a couple of people yeah. on the Leeds Forum said, we've got no one in our midfield who can even come close to McGinn. And he's not our best midfielder. So they, they notice how good he is I as well. Love he keeps McGinn. Things... I love McGinn. But yeah. if we sign again, thanks Leeds. I do hope you go down uh, just because I, I would love Calvin Phillips. Calvin I've seen Phillips. a link with him. Mm. We've been linked with Phillips, uh, uh, Basuma. I think Frank Kessie is probably going to go to Barca. But just Basuma mm. and, and Phillips to be linked with these players and possibly even get them now. You know, now that maybe Chelsea's out of the race for yeah. some of these guys. But wouldn't they replace the biggest say, problem Dante with... Louise? Well, we... I think I think they've replaced him again. I know it you sounds think? stupid, but like he's just an engine. He's not a tackler. He doesn't dictate play in the midfield. He's just a big engine that runs like a loose chicken. 
yes, we need a player like that, but he's being played out of position mm. and he can't start in front of Coutinho. I think he was being playing out of position a couple of weeks ago, but since we've had this slight, slight tweak to the system, he, he, yeah, he's he, come he, back in he, a little can, bit more. Yeah, and he can get forward more. I think I, I'm with you. I think he's more of a an eight, maybe a ten sort of player. Hundred percent, a hundred for Scotland. He does it. Yeah, but um, you know, in our team we got Coutinho. Like he can't play there, right? So no. Um, so Coutinho's he, really just it's a, it's just it's yeah. put a, an issue on everyone. Like if it was Buendia, you're like, yeah, yeah. you can compare, mm. you know, but. It's a different gravy with Coutinho, and that's what I mean. Like he's literally unblockable. Yeah, I think he's another he's that sign box, that we might be looking at getting. Could he does the biggest sign I think that we're going to get rid of McGinn is the fact that we haven't actually pushed the boat out to buy him a top that fits him. He's he's playing in a top that's one size too small. Or is or is he put Have on? Have you weight? noticed that? Is or is he put yeah. on weight? Uh, yeah. Also, he's, Scott, I'm putting this. Up. I'm putting this to you, Scott. And I don't. Again, there's a few things I'm pointing out today. So. Grealish doesn't get game time at Man City next year. Do you think there could be a loan with the option to buy and maybe they just put their hand on their head and say, look, it didn't work out? Look, I, I don't, I, I'm I, not seeing as much love at Man City as I thought I would. And we all wanted him. Hey, I hope he starts. I hope he gets 20 goals, bag of assists. He ain't getting love. I think maybe in a couple of years that could happen, but I don't think next mm. year. I think, I think, I think, I think, think he it, could force a move back. No, I, I actually think he'll finish the season quite well for them this season. And mm, okay, because um, I watched him against United, he was pretty good, I think. But who knows? I mean, I but you know, I don't think they're going to give up on him yet. You know, even someone like even someone like Coutinho, even someone like Coutinho, who was absolutely terrible for Barcelona, he was still there like eighteen months, two years before he came to us. You know, um, mm. it's not easy to shift shift someone earning that much, and you know. It's, it looks bad for the club, first of all. And um, yeah, but do so, they do they care though? Like I said, it's just it's just oil money to them. It's just a game, Scott. It's a tax write-off, you know. Yeah, but I don't. Pep says he's happy with him. Pep said yeah. he said he didn't sign him to score forty-five goals a season, and Pep, Pep never Pep ever he, ever Pep lies. Says, <laughs> Pep says Pep said he loved Ibrahimovic too, but Ibrahimovic saying other things, you know, still hates him to this day. That's right. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, that would be awesome. Can you imagine Coutinho and Grealish? You know, that oh would my be, god, that you know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. Mad, I said, but like Ings or Oli, I don't, I don't give a shit if they're both dropped, you know, like you've got Coutinho <laughs> and Jack. We'll, we'll find a way to make it work. Yeah, we'll find something, but I, I think that, and is... that's why we say we've got to keep the love there still. Like all this, or Jack's dead to us, dude. I'd welcome him back with wide open arms if he's 30, like you know, to the, what he'd bring to the club and bring back. It's almost like Gareth Barry, but you know, it's actually coming back home for once, not pissing off to Everton and. Ending up at West Brom, I mean, like you know, mm. we say, oh, he's a villa, he's villain through and through. I'm like, sign for fucking West Brom. Yeah, look, I, I think no, that I, I think that kind of thing has died down a bit recently. I think the fact that he's playing a little bit better for them, and we've got Coutinho now, and we're it's, sort it's, of we're, it's we're happy over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think there's as much hate going on, and I mean, who knows what happens in a few years? But I can't see anything happening before then. But um. Look, uh, it was a great game. Uh, I think we should probably wrap it up there. We 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 touched on Chelsea and what's going on with there. We're going to talk on Monday Uh-oh. after the West Ham game We're on the podcast. There a bit about the Emmy Martinez. Um, Are we tomorrow? Is it tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning it's or Monday Sunday, morning? Sunday night our time. Monday morning your time. Fuck off. Um, no, but yeah, that might be your time, Scotty. That's not our time. <laughs> Yeah, Monday, Monday morning, your time. 
1 a.m. Mm, yeah. Could make that. Um, oh, we're, we're, we're good. It's a public holiday in Victoria Monday. It's not here. So. Why? Uh, Labor Day. Yeah, we had that last We week. work very right. hard. We're very labor intensive, so they give us the day off. Right. Well, yeah, midnight. Looking forward to that. But um, yeah, we'll talk a bit about that Amy Martinez uh, documentary on the next show. Put the link up. Put the yeah. link up if you can. I will do. And we'll also have the quiz round uh, nine. So looking forward to that. And um, you know, Amar's Troy... on the questions. These could either be really easy or really hard. I know. It's going to be a bit different. It'll be hard. Troy's uh, in the lead now. So, you know, Noah's going to be coming Surprise hard. Surprise package. And, and yeah, and Tommy, you I need started, a win. I, start, I, I started so good. Oh, well, last I week I thought you were going to do it. I thought, fuck it. All right. Oh, that's I did why get Noah's not here. He's, he's, you know, my, he's studying, my big, isn't he? My, yeah. My, yeah, my big win was literally just a scrape through that time. So, no, it's been uh, the Black Sea question still to this day. Well, maybe, with, maybe with the Aman questions, you, you might be good. So, there you go. Come on, Aman, look after me, will you? Yeah. Flip your right. 20. Have you seen them, Scotty? I have not seen them yet. He's um, sending them across. Oh, Scott's participating in it. No, I'm not participating. I'll, just, not? Be, I'll just be keeping the score and. Um, because it's used three this season. At the he can, end of the he season, can be like he can be like the chick in the wrestling or the boxing with the yeah, That's it. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> get your moves I'll, out. I'll just be the, the person. The person I'll, just, I'll just try and keep everyone in line and be the adjudicator and read the questions yeah. out or whatever. But um, Amount's coming up with them this week, so that, looking forward to that. But thanks again, everyone, for liking and subscribing. We're over one fifty now, which is great. Well, on on one fifty exactly. Okay, well, there you go. And um, it's been great. All your, uh, the last video got a lot of views. So thanks again for that. And really looking forward Who's, to West Ham. Richard G. Who's Richard G? That seems like a new person. Yeah, we got a new subscriber. We got, yeah, we got I like it. Good questions, Richard. So I'll just give him a quick shout at him. Oh, I'm guessing it's to him. Thanks, Richard, gave, for gave, your we, comments. We gave, based on just a quick guess, I guess we gave Jay Ward Prowse one free kick. Uh, Felipe could have scored four goals first half and only missed a one versus one. So 9-0 after an hour was not unreasonable. Yes, and I love the battling for the clean sheet second half. P.S. If Oli lifted his shots, he'd double his goals. I was like, right. So, Richard G. There you go. We're, well, we're paying thanks, attention. Richard. And thank Direct. you, everyone else. And we will be back um, after Sunday night's game against West Ham. So, up the villa and let's go for up four wins in a row. All right. See you all Say later. Say hi to your mum for me. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Take it easy. See ya. See ya.